since I texted that video about the <laughs> robot doll, you're on this sex doll. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that's what you sent, though. I was like, oh, no. I know what that is. No. I've seen that. No, I, I wish. I was like, oh, I wish wow, you got to talk about that. Oh, I was like, Jedi's gold. He's going to talk about the real doll. Uh, awesome. Because well, I sent it on a text, and this is Seamus's reaction. OMG. <laughs> Is that a real sex doll? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's a regular doll. What does she do? Can I bang it? Greetings, Morks. It's two conspiracies and beyond. Seamus, Todd, and Jedi here, back with the vengeance. One of the conspiracies we'd like to talk about today is are robots taking over the world? What do you guys think? Well, I think before we go into robots, you probably want to pick a bone with me, don't you, Jedi? Want to let you want to beat my ass for for last episode? Go ahead. Let me have it. <laughs> I deserve it. I thought it was good radio. We had a good time, but I had to trash somebody that I care about a lot. And she's uh, she's going through some stuff, and she didn't need to hear my flack, but she's a good sport. I don't know. You might like that. <laughs> well, Jedi came right back at us and said, next episode is going to be robots. <laughs> I think that's what you did. You punished us with the topic of the show. You made yeah. us research robots. Exactly. That's what you that's guys did. <laughs> We're going to make it interesting. I know it's a challenge, but we're going to do it. We're going to make this the sexiest robot show that's ever hit the internet. <laughs> um, we're going to get Jedi's sultry voice this week. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it had this kind of build-up vibe to it. It was like, well, sometimes there are pyramids. Mm. Oh, you like that, right? I wasn't feeling well, so I was trying to talk slow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were talking slow. <laughs> Check us out on Facebook to Conspiracy to Beyond and Instagram. We will be on Twitter soon, but if you go on Twitter, check out Seamus Ignoramus. So do you still have your baseball picks? Uh, the season's Dude, um, let me just let me toot my own horn for a minute. I'm fish grease right now, bro. I'm I'm hotter than a sunrash. I'm I'm Ooh. out of control i can't even tell you like i've not lost and I, I don't know like i i had one blip for like minus two units one day out of the last i don't know 15 20 i'm plus 30 something units on the last 30 days i'm crushing sports book right now crushing it oh this this brings up a good point this thing that we were talking about i used to bet with bookies when i was young and stupid mm. seamus has a bookie do you want to tell that story because this is awesome i don't want to tell that story no i, <laughs> I actually don't because uh these bookies that we're talking about are real people that live in saugus with not much to live for and might hear this someday and uh, i better be living high off the hog because if he can find me bye okay bye <laughs> I'll be out back of the Kowloon. You'll be scraping me up with, uh, with, with the X-rated hypnotist. I forgot what I, I want to say contortion. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm like, no, nah, he didn't do that. Frank Santos, 
You do not want to tell it that one when you're over here. You don't have to if you don't. All want right, to. all right. Look at it's not like I'm 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 not throwing around boxes of ZD. Okay, this isn't like I'm not throwing big dimes around. I don't have a ton of scratch to be playing sports books. So this is low dollar stuff. On a really bad week, you could owe a couple hundred bucks. If you really wanted to be an asshole and push your limit, you could probably lose 500. Not that I've ever done that. Yes, I have a couple times. So, <laughs> so he and I have uh, been in business. It's been a very lucrative business for him, not so much for me. And then I started winning, and uh, and that pissed him off a little bit. And and I noticed uh, the payments were getting further and further away. And then I I hit him real hard. One time I hit him so hard, I I was like trying to lose, so I didn't win too much all at once, you know. <laughs> And then that backfired and ended up like going five for five. And I'm like, ah, this is going to be a thing. And I knew it like, like Monday morning, Monday morning comes and it's like, uh, Hey, listen, um, we're, we're putting the site on hold right now. My guy's going through some stuff. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. Now this is probably going to clear up. I'm sure this is legit. This guy's a pretty upstanding piece of track suit wearing shit. So long story short, I just said to him, I said, just the money you owe me from last week. Forget everything else. Only like it was only like 180 bucks that I won. The, the it was 100. Week. It was 138. I saw your text. Oh my god, 138. <laughs> 138. <laughs> I, just, I said, just, just give me the money I just won on the shit that I remember. You know, just yeah. give me the 138 and you know call. And what was the text? I don't have it in front of me anymore. But uh, in colorful language, yeah. he said, I will not be receiving the funds. So basically, Jedi, if you lose to a bookie, Monday morning they're gonna be all over you. And if you if you oh. win, some of these guys like they don't wanna pay. And he basically oh said God. I took a picture of Seamus's phone. It said I You'll have to come to my funeral and rip the money out of my cold dead hands. Jedi, a hundred dollars. Can you believe right. the guy's like ruining? I'm not ripping it out of his cold dead hands. That's that I have a I have a rate and I'm worth more than that. <laughs> There's no way. But uh, yeah, no, I wasn't even getting 138 bucks. But no, Todd's right. If you lost, if, say you're down like $46, forget about big dollars. Say you're down $46 on the week. On Monday morning, the guy will be texting you at like 6.15 a.m. to be like, hey, no big deal about that money. We can just, uh, you can just pay that on Thursday. Yeah, oh, I know. I know when I can pay your money. Yeah, no, don't worry. I've <laughs> never not right away. I've never even let it get to Tuesday, ever. Like, why yeah, would I? Like, yeah, yeah. what am I doing? I need, I need to renaissance style it to you in like installments until Thursday. What's the point of that? So the difference is I'm not a scumbag and he is. That's uh, that's the story, just, guys. So the moral of the story is don't gamble with bookies. Just go to Foxwoods and take the terrible line and pay the ridiculous juice and, um, you know, have a beer. Real quick, though, before we get to the robots, since we mentioned Frank Santos Jr., I went to the Spencer Fair a couple weeks ago, and they had a live hypnotist on stage, and I'm like, I gotta watch this. I felt so stupid for believing that it's real, because the people on stage, <laughs> they were, like, milking cows, and it was, like, 20 of them in unison, like, they're all hypnotized. Then he so you're saying it was ran off. It looks so stupid. It looks, I, I believe Frank, but... It looked so set up. The people were just acting so ridiculous, and every single one of them was hypnotized to the max. Did you it's talk to scene. any of them after the show and feel it out to see if there was a there was somebody in on it? No, it just it just seems so silly. So I don't know. How, I don't know what I think about that. But uh, it must let's be get something to it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Maybe. So who wants to start off their story about robots? I think Jedi's got to take the lead on this robot thing. She, this was this was her brainchild. I want to hear the the intricate world of robots and robot future from Jedi herself. 
I'm surprised that you guys don't know how far along robots have come. I mean, would you guys ever stay at a hotel that's entirely staffed by robots? Like Westworld style, yes. There's one in Japan, Nagasaki, the Hena Hotel. Uh, they are fully staffed with robots, and I guess you self-serve yourself. And these robots, are they intimidating? Are they are they cheerful? What, what what's their what's their demeanor? I have no idea. They just look like a machine. But I do know of other robots that might tickle your fancy, Seamus. Mm. <laughs> Joe, could you bring up that uh, one of, I think her name is Kara? Maybe I'll choose a different path. I mean, what, what are you no. painting me as here, Jen? I think I'm unboxing some Kata. My name is Kara. Doll. I am one of them. This is our story. So what is that? It's like like a doll robot. Yeah, it is a doll robot. It's a Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking, thinking that was creepy at all. There was nothing creepy about that. (laughs) It it looked like an Asian cadaver, is what she looked like. She looked like a girl that's been dead for about three weeks. And she's uh, what was she doing? Answering the phone? No, uh, well, Japan, I guess they're creative, they're the leading maker of automation robots and they just released functioning female robots, uh, humanoid versions, apparently lifelike, that poses a sense of humor and language. And they're created to work alongside with humans to work as like something like a museum guide or receptionist. I mean, would you be comfortable speaking to a robot? Yes, I'd like to sign up right now. <laughs> No, uh, I think I think uh, robotic women would be a game changer in uh, in more ways. I love I love that she was programmed to laugh at the guy's jokes too. That's, that's <laughs> you ever you ever ask Alexa, Alexa to tell you jokes and stuff? I know you don't, Jedi. But... I don't have those things. <laughs> yeah, I've never asked for like a dirty joke. I, I think I've asked for like some silly jokes with my kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. your kids. She's good at that. I don't know if I believe either one of those two things. I feel like the hotel, they they have to have a couple of real people in case something comes up. The robot can't do everything. <laughs> what if the robot like gets pissed? You know, what if, yeah. what, if like, what if you're getting a little unruly in the hotel room and they send up Jedi's robot security guard, then what? Oh, because they also do security. Pachanga Casino has a robot security guard. Joe, Joe, play us what can happen if rogue yeah. security guards get a little out of control. Do you remember from the 80s? Play the RoboCop clip. Please put down your weapon. You have 20 seconds to comply. I think you'd better do what he says, Mr. Kenny. You now have 15 seconds to comply. What was that from? That was pretty gruesome. <laughs> that's from RoboCop. You never seen that before? Uh, oh, that's horrible. Long, 
That thing stuck I with me. I saw that. I was like, I was like seven years old when I saw that. I was like, oh shit, that <laughs> that did not go to plan. That was I not. Was gonna, I didn't know it was gonna get that ugly. <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I like how they were shoving that guy back to the middle. They're like, get him up, get him back to the middle. The, the thing unloads fifty cal rounds on for like a solid thirty seconds. There's nothing left of that guy. So that's funny. Yeah, I'm now authorized to use deadly force <laughs> so that's what would be coming after us in the hotel i think if jedi had her mm. west world way hey i mean they're using bomb robots in dallas texas what does that mean well i guess uh, you know these robots can tell whether or not or sense what kind of ammunition you have or if you have any illegal substances on you they also are mm. equipped with tasers facial recognition they can answer questions. So there is a robot uprising, whether you like it or not. <laughs> so Jedi, I, I feel like all these robots you're talking about would be something on wheels. I don't think they like stand up robots because couldn't you just knock them over? They just well, them I mean, have you checked? Joe, could you bring up the clip of the dog robot from Honolulu Police Department? <laughs> Honolulu Police Department. That's just that cute. Over $150,000 for this robot dog named Spot. Does and, it kill him? No, you know what it does? It goes to, uh, because there's a homeless problem in Hawaii. And you know, with the COVID situation, they sent this robot out there to uh, take temperatures of the homeless people. So other people, other humans won't have to interact <laughs> with them. They spent $150,000 on this. Isn't that sad? You guys are so fucking gross. Here's a robot. I can't deal with you. Here, talk to the robot. Right. They can't just be one of them either. There's definitely not just one. Well, I think that they're testing it out. So they just did purchase. Wait, time out. How much is the robot cost? $150,000. Over $150,000. So that's basically three years worth of police officer salary. So in six years, that dog has completely made up for the loss of the police officers. And I can't, I'm just going by the video I just showed. That cop looks like it wouldn't shoot you in the back. (laughs) Joe, Joe, what world are you living in? What world are you living in where you think police officers make 50K? <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 not in favor of robotic law enforcement. Just I just want to go on record. I thought I showed you a pretty good example of what would definitely happen. That wasn't far fetched. <laughs> just because of from Robocop. But it's coming. Yeah. All right, Jedi. I'm not gonna fight you. Apparently, Jedi knows about this army of robots. And I wanna go to I wanna go to your Death Star. I wanna be in your good graces when you take over the world, Jedi. This sounds like a sinister army. Shame it's that scene from RoboCop has also stuck with me forever. Thank you right? for helping me to. Oh my god, dude, that was so messed up. I remember watching that in the movie theater and being like, "That can, was can just turn it off? too much." Can't they turn the robot off? At what point is it enough? Like, how many times does he need to be shot? There's nothing left. He was like soup. It's yeah. basically like soup with bullets splashing out of it, like halfway through the thing, and they're still shooting for like 20 more seconds. It's uh, it's a lot, yeah. And I just, yeah. I just assumed everybody was traumatized by that. I'm sorry, Todd. Todd's gonna be up tonight. <laughs> so, 
I'm going to talk about robots and sports, but before that, I just wanted to say something. Uh, Joe, some guy at work came up to me today and he said, I I really love your podcast. How do you get started in that whole thing? So I just want to say if anyone listening ever wants to start a podcast, definitely check out Clovercrest Media because we definitely couldn't do this without you. It's oh, wicked easy. It requires no talent and hardly any time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely does. It's, it's, Let's get started immediately. Start today. When me and Jen and I started talking, we talked for a couple months, and the whole time I'm like, there's no way I will ever be able to have time or figure out the editing. And then I went to a podcast group, and someone gave me your info. He's like, it's so easy. It sits in the background. And so, yeah, we appreciate all you do for us. And if anybody wants to get in contact with you, uh, yeah, definitely so the best way to go. Yeah, let's have a let's have a Joe commercial. Let's have a Joe love that. <laughs> We're going to have a Joe show at the end. At the, at our very last show is going to be a dedication to Joe. I hope it's the sometimes, big yeah. <laughs> sometimes we'll know we screwed something up and Seamus will text me like on a Friday afternoon. He's checking out the show. He's like, Joe did it again. He figured out this or he cleaned that up. It was, it, it's always something like, oh, I wonder if I'm sounding, if I would sound obnoxious if I, if I emailed Joe, hey, do this, cut that. And then he did it without me sending the email. I was just, I was, I was flat out. I was, um, that was pretty good, Joe. Thank you. Thank you very we, much. Uh, we yeah. appreciate what you do. Absolutely. Yes. But let's, let's stop blowing Joe. This, this head's no. going <laughs> to He's enjoying it. Um, it's honestly, you know, uh, from the second I started talking to Todd, I just, uh, what a good guy he was. And the whole idea for this show was definitely a niche we didn't have at Clovercrest Media. And I was like, dude, let me help you get this thing going. And we had a great conversation and then met Jedi. And then, then this guy then shows this up. Guy shows up. Yeah, this <laughs> <guy>. <laughs> no, I you, you guys had a whole lot of gasoline. I just thought I'd throw a match. Oh yeah. <laughs> You are a match, all right. <laughs> so, so I got a five or six robots in sports. I tried to pull out the best ones. Uh, Joe, you want to just go straight to the golf one? This is the 16th hole at the Waste Management in Phoenix. It's the most exciting hole in golf where everyone screams and gets drunk. You get a... How about this? Yesterday, a robot taking a swipe at this, David, and what else would you expect here at the Waste Management Phoenix Open? Really, that robot is called Eldrick. How's this? And both Eldricks have done that at 16. About that? Only here could that happen. Everyone's going nuts, except for the robot. <laughs> and um, so the robot's name is Eldrick, and that's Tiger Woods' name, Eldrick. And that robot has still has one more hole-in-one than me. I'm still waiting for my first one. Now, can that robot make a hole-in-one, like, at will, like, anytime it wants to? No, there's too many variables in golf, the wind. I think that was kind Even of— Even for a robot, though? Yeah, something different would be, say, basketball. So there is a robot that called the Q3. It's made over 2,000 straight free throws without a miss. Let's take a I look saw at that one. Yeah, I, I didn't know if it could do the same thing with golf. I did see that. I could see how it's it's less precise in golf. Oh Look my at this! Gosh. <laughs> it picked up the ball and everything. That thing's incredible. I feel like that thing that would take me to school. If you could get that thing to dribble, I'm done. Oh, here's a half court shot. It's like <laughs> nothing but net every time. <laughs> oh my goodness! What did they name him? Shaq. 
Yeah, it's called, <laughs> it's called the Q3. But the thing about these robots, they could obviously beat us in, I would think, accuracy and speed things. But when it comes down to a team event or something, it would never be able to beat you in uh, like football or basketball or anything. But there is a soccer team of robots that they're going to try to beat the best team in the world by 2050. I still don't see how that can happen, but who knows with the way everything's going. Even if you made a super robot, I don't think you could make a robot that was better than 1996 Tiger Woods. I think Tiger Woods is the best golfer you could even design using AI. What do you think? Oh, yeah, totally. That guy, I, I'm not, I, yeah. I, I just, I got sent a, 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 a screenshot from the 96 Pac-10 Men's Championship. Tiger Woods won it that year. Uh, the, the guy in second place, uh, Brian Hall, he finished with a minus four on the tournament. What do you think Tiger had? So this was 96. This is the year before he went pro. Um, uh, was he like 17 under or something? Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, almost spot on. He was he was 18 under, actually. <laughs> 18 under. First place, Tiger Woods. Second place, tied for second two guys at uh, four under. So Tiger Woods won three straight junior amateurs and then three straight U.S. amateurs. So six years in a row, he won the amateur. I was lucky enough to see him. He played at Wollaston Golf Course in the junior amateur. This must have been, I don't know, 92, 93. I was, mm -hmm. no, I think I, maybe around then, yeah, because I was a teenager. My dad and I went and saw him, and uh, yeah, he won that. It was all match play, but that was I, I saw How him when he was, was he then. He must have been about sixteen years old. I think he was fifteen or sixteen, and we wow. were following on him a whole. Yeah, he was already like kind of a name. So you knew then. about him back then, like when he was playing like the Junior Nike Tour. Even my dad would say, my dad still says to me this day, remember that bunker shot Tiger Woods had? Because like I said, he was 15 or 16, and he was 200 yards out in the bunker, and we were standing probably like 30 feet from him, and uh, he knocked it to like 10 feet. And being that young, he was just like a superstar. So you have to I, I do agree. hit it. I mean, to, to get that much distance out of the sand, what did he, how did he do it? Well, it's, I, for me, it's more the accuracy. The distance isn't a problem. He probably hit, like, I don't even know, a four or five iron back then. But the guys now, he was only a little kid. But nowadays, these guys hit it so far now. Did you see how far Bryson hit it last week? It's incredible. I mean, it's like it's like they were born on, a, on like, a different planet. I don't even understand how you can physically torque your body like that. All these guys were born with a silver spoon in their mouth. No, I know. All these golfers. I know how you get good at golf. You have a really rich daddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Colin Morikawa, when he won the PGA, he hugged a guy, and he's like, he just hugged his uh, swing coach from when he was seven. I'm like, okay. His swing coach. Seven. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He had a lot so, of time to uh, spend with his swing coach while his dad was uh, running Goldman Sachs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, all these guys, it's the same thing. Uh, Bryson. Oh, hey, Bryson. It's a pleasure. Bryson. Have you met me? Bryson? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Bryson, Jordan, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so, it's, hey, it's, it's, a whole, it's a lot of yeah. punchable faces. There's no more punchable face than who is that? Who is that pile of human shit that cheats? What's his name again, Todd? Patrick Reed. Oh, that face. Yeah. Oh, Patrick Reed has the most, the most punchable face I've 
ever seen. Did you hear what he said after they caught him saying the ball was plugged and that he moved it? And he talked about, he was going on, he says, you know, I, I tell me who this sounds like. You know, I was talking to the people. This is what he says. This is <laughs> I was talking to the people who run the tournament and they were telling me that I did an amazing job with the way that I picked up my ball. They said, that's exactly what we would have done. We would have picked it up and put it in the exact place. So thank you for doing, they were thanking me. Right. What a, what a, what a two bit hustler. He is just, Oh, he's just so infuriating to look at. Yeah. He's a, he's even more polarizing to Well, Bryson has got to be at the top, but Patrick Reed's close behind. You either love or you hate Bryson. Same with Brooks Kepka. Uh, Reed also Jedi. Do you watch any golf? None whatsoever. <laughs> well, we're going to do the next show on golf. Jedi. You want to do robots? Guess what? Guess what? I, I about- golf. I got about two more two more robots. This one to me is so amazing. I've been watching these videos for like a few years now. This is a soccer uh, robot goalie. Joe, bring up the one versus Neymar. Oh, the, oh these two guys. This is Neymar. Look at watch this robot goalie. <laughs> wow. That's not a sophisticated goalie, though. That's, that's basically a that's like one of those like wooden holiday signs that you see in Southbridge Center. During the holiday, right. it's like one of those like, like wooden elves. He looks like a little like a, like a wooden Santa elf that just like flops yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I'll, after that, Joe, bring up the other ones. <laughs> Messi couldn't score off it. It's not the best looking and the best like made thing, but well, just what, like what is, nose. Yeah, it, you can't protect the corner though. Look, it does. It can't. It can't hit oh, the corner. Top corner, top they, shelf. That's a that's, that's a goal all day. They, that's how they score. Yeah, you got to get it like just outside of his hands. But that's pretty cool how they do that. And uh, yeah. I showed this guy. Yeah, that eliminates that... like 95% of the goal scoring area, though, Shane. Yeah, it's, it's not bad enough that a goal might not be scored in a soccer game that takes three and a half hours to complete. We need to make it more difficult to score the goal. <laughs> <laughs> when, that, when the off chance a shot on net finally happens, it will be mathematically impossible. <laughs> to get into that that's an awesome sport let's incorporate that and and the other thing i want to say is we're watching these videos and people listening are like what are they watching we're definitely going to get up on youtube because i know some of these things um you want to be able to see it i got the guy at work today was talking to me about the dave weiss episode i know we have to mention this every episode (laughs) he said he said that seemed like it was something like visual i'm like yeah we're gonna start getting up on youtube so you can see what we're talking about but we'll post some of these uh pictures and videos to social i gotta say david weiss did not look the way i envisioned him he kind of had this like hitman look to him like i maybe don't want to fuck with him too much (laughs) yeah right like i don't i don't know if david weiss is necessarily somebody i want to be on his radar I know. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that show. So let's go to the um, Seamus. This is one that I'm going to bring to your house. We haven't played in a while, but Seamus and I love playing ping pong. You got to look at this. Oh, my God. This is unreal. They built an elbow so we can even do spin shots. This is called the the forfer. Watch this thing. Oh, my God. I'll never have to invite you over ever again, Todd. Thank God. Oh, my God. Awesome. They're playing ping pong in. Oh my the god! Oh, he's hitting perfect shots. He's even netting them. You see that? You see the robot noodle like graze the net? Yeah, it's how can it's unreal the reaction time. <laughs> this robot's nasty. He's even better than you. The guy is not not lobbing over the net. He's spinning it over the net, and the robot returns every one. The guy's like, does he ever lose? Does the robot ever? Is there a way to beat the robot? 
Well, I've seen him like hit a couple shots long. <laughs> That's incredible. So you could never ever sneak it by him though, because you're because you're not sneaking it by you're sneaking it by a sensor. So it's impossible for it to go by, right? I'm sure there's a blind spot, Seamus. There's got to be a yeah, yeah, I would love, right I would love to try to find it. Hand quarters <laughs> so that yeah, it had that that robot has five cameras, two focus on the opponent, two focus on the ball. Todd, and... that's what it's like to play you though. Like that's a that's I'd call that robot the Todd. You should see this guy. He's like a savant. I can't like beat him. Have I ever beaten you, Todd? Seriously? <laughs> Have I ever beaten you two games straight? I think I've beaten Todd three times in my life out of hundreds of matches. He's like He's like this weird Forrest Gump, like, it, I mean, Todd, you know, it's, it's lovable, dumb Todd, but he's, he's like an expert at things, and, 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 and ping pong's one of them. It's so creepy to watch sometimes. I'm like, why? Why are you this good at this game? You know what it is? For some reason, I'm good at individual type things. I don't know why. Like, yeah, golf and ping pong. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. But, um... Yeah, so anyways, that thing, it adapts to play a data. It downloads everything, and it will predict where the person's going to hit the ball before they even hit it. On other shots that it's hit, it probably takes percentages and stuff, which is kind of wild. Yeah, I mean, I, if I can't get better, if I can't get good enough to beat you with that machine, it's over. <laughs> yeah. and that would be a great Christmas gift. Oh, yeah, that would be a great. I wonder how much that, something like that would cost. Yeah, that's wild. You need I to find out. Know. If that thing is 500 <laughs> or less, I'll buy it. <laughs> How far do we live from Waltham? 45 minutes or so? Yeah, it's about an hour or so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of Boston Dynamics? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I might have even worked there for a month or two. I've, I've been all over the place. Boston Dynamics, yeah, they, they do uh, lasers and robots and robotic stuff. Um, Jedi, and, yeah, and I think there's even a medical part of it, too. Probably. There's about 300 employees. Jedi, you got to see this robot. Okay. This is unreal. Joe looks panicked. Do you have the robot? Joe, you know, you know what it is? We built him up so much before the show started. <laughs> and, and now he's fucking us up. Oh. The thing is nice. jumping from jumping. block to block. Watch this. Jedi, what's Around. he going to do right now? He's jumping from block to block. A back flip. Ooh, oh, Jedi. Everything. Look at this thing. So describe, describe for the listener what we're looking at right now, Todd. As riveting radio as it is for us to go, oh, 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 he's doing it. He's going to do the thing on the thing. So it basically looks like a robot with legs and arms, and it's jumping off on these blocks like nothing. And then it does a, a turn, and then it just basically does this perfect backflip. Like um, what's the gymnast there? What's the one that got the flack? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't want to get political, so I'm not yeah. going to get into it too much, Todd. You know, I, I want to keep this lighthearted and fun. So I'm going to let you know the beautiful, young, talented lady's name is Simone yeah. Biles. Oh, Simone Biles. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty cool, the robot. And we have one more robot because there's no way a human could do this. Um, do you get the football robot, Joe? Touch steps up, throws, end zone, pass caught. It's a whole different feel going in this half robot has Brady won seven. Gronkowski. He's a 44-year-old robot. He's got it for the touchdown. For the seven ring channels. Sneak from Brady. And he runs in. I mean, that's that can't be human, right? Oh, you're, oh, you're doing a Tom Brady thing. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> not being funny. See, you're not, you're not usually funny, so I didn't know, I didn't know a joke was coming. I'm sorry about that, Todd. I don't like when you don't laugh at my jokes, so I'm sorry. You know what? As a New York Giants fan, um, 
I I totally got what you were doing there when you sent that clip. I looked at it and I'm like, I was staring oh, at the robot. It. I was looking. I get it. He's gonna make a Tom Brady like a robot show. Brilliant. You're right. What is great? What, 44, 45. What is he? 44. Yeah, he's um, till he's 50 now. You heard that? Unreal. I don't see why he can't do it. I mean, how much worse off is he going to be physically than a, a 44 year old would be, right? I mean, if he's if he's going to continue to bring that creepy stretch guru around with him and never eat bread, he's probably going to be able to move around. <laughs> that guy's a creep. Yeah. I mean, that was a big reason why the Patriots had a rift, you know. Here That's when the again. fighting started. I know, I know. <laughs> We're going to talk hard, about Alex yeah. Guerrero for the next 45 minutes instead of robots. Sorry, it's hard. To, it's hard to hate Brady for all he's done for us, but like all that other nonsense, like the two hundred dollars cookbooks and all that weird stuff, I can just yeah, he's, he's, he's getting a, a little guy. Rachel Ray from my liking. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. It's getting to be a little much. He's gonna come out with like a nonstick pan soon. Yeah. You know, he's gonna have like a total breakfast uh, set. No, he's 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 a lot. He's a lot. He's a little obnoxious. You know, he reminds me of a Zoolander. Yeah, oh, you know? he really he's does. <laughs> Who am I? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he has like this weird spray tan and that like full hawk or something. And he's, looks yeah. like he's had work. I think he's had work done. I really do. Now that he's not our fucking weirdo asshole, he's someone else's asshole. We can kind of see that aspect of him a little clearer now in another jersey. This guy's a lot. Like he's a lot. <laughs> yeah. He's just a lot. Like he's, a, I mean, there's obnoxiousness and then there's this guy's endless self-promotion i mean the constant with the juices and the stretching and the protein and the in the the tom bible he's written like six tom bibles called like the tb12 right look at i'm, I'm not going to set the the world on fire with any uh, crazy story either but i was looking at robots because i love jedi and um i i found i found out that amazon is launching a robot like real soon like it's 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 a thousand dollars you get a robot it's got three wheels it can go all over the house it maps your house the way that roomba does but you can like store things in it it can't hand you anything so this is kind of lame but you can give it commands to like go places like you can put something in it and say bring this to so and so and he'll bring it there and you, you know if you have like old people or, you know, people that you're worried about being by themselves and you want to be able to check on them, you can have this thing live with them. So I think that's a really cool use for it. But it, it's it's kind of lame. I mean, you just, for $1,000 to have something that basically like brings the remote to my wife across the, the, the house doesn't seem worth it. So that's that's my review. But I think we should try to get Jeff Bezos to $900 billion. So I think I, uh, we should promote this. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're right. Now, Jeff Bezos doesn't have enough money. What am I saying? <laughs> yeah, not, why did I do that? Uh, Joe, you need to you need to back up and and cut the uh, the promotion of an Amazon product out of the show. Todd, Todd makes a really good point. I don't I don't like the idea. But, um, no, I want kind of a, yeah, I want a, a robot thing. Yeah, Todd, I I was hoping the Amazon robot was like the Happy Birthday Polly robot. Remember that robot from from Rocky Three? I just wanted to give you a gift. I was getting all nervous about this gift, Polly. You gotta uh, turn the lights off. But Joe, play the clip. Thanks. You're welcome. It's a nice song. It's my favorite. You're the greatest. See you, sport. See you. Paulie, who taught her to talk like that? She loves me. <laughs> oh. 
that's the best. Pretty, that's pretty advanced for almost 40 years ago, kind of that robot. Right? But, yeah. I mean, that's, but that's the, I guess the point is that's the dream, right? You want to have a robot that's like Rosie from the Jetsons to be like, hello, sir. How can I make your life better today? Yeah, it's funny. Speaking of the Jetsons, I was with my <laughs> daughter today. In 1985, I had to write a paper what the world would be like in 30 years. And I told Amelia, I'm like, we thought we'd be going to school, like work in jetpacks and really not much has changed as far as that kind of stuff. No, you, you thought you thought we were going to have like flying cars. And now we're debating whether or not peanut butter and jelly is racist. <laughs> <laughs> We haven't gone anywhere. In fact, I think, I think you don't want to see what's out there, Marty. I would get back in the car. It's, it's not good. It's, not, it's really not going to be that fun. There's no baseball bats that, you know, come out of your pants and you don't fly on a hoverboard. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. It, it is funny, though, because one of my things I had to talk about after was the Roomba. And you pretty much kind of covered that. Like, that's kind of a robot. <laughs> It is a robot, right? I mean, yeah. it learns your house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would be a, in one aspect of the technology, right? Of the robot of the future. It would, it would react. Like, you know, those, <laughs> on the most basic level, those, those shitty robot toys we would get in the 80s, you know, like there would always be that one uncle that would give you that stupid robot where you press the top of his head and he kind of like yeah, goes yeah. in a direction and then hits the wall at like six times <laughs> before it eventually turns around. So, so that technology has always kind of been there, but they've perfected it now. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and now there's robots that mow your lawn. It's kind of it's basically a Roomba, but it does the lawn, which is I think is pretty cool. It's a what now? Where can I get this? There are robots that mow the grass. <laughs> there, it looks like a Roomba, but it basically does your lawn, which is kind of cool. I take that back. I cherish my I cherish my mower moments. I love my mower. I, I love doing an hour or two hours just the headphones, smoke a bowl, you know, trim the hedges. Do some edging. I don't take that from me. I don't want that. Ro I, I, there's certain things that, that just rob us of our life experiences that we don't want to uh, make robotic. Well, yeah, that's like the trap we're falling into. Who wants to be? We'll all be like 400 pounds. And if something just takes over and does like everything for us. Yeah. I mean, if you couldn't be running around in your job all day long, well, you know, you wouldn't be as svelte as you were right now. right? <laughs> <laughs> so, you wouldn't have those abs to steal. Yeah. The best robot that I've ever had in my life was the pool vacuum named Marvin when I was growing oh. up. My dad would say, I'm putting Marvin in, whatever. He'd throw it in, it would vacuum the pool, and that was the greatest. You'd have to vacuum. Oh, I can't think of a more useful robot than something that takes that horrific chore away. Is there anything worse than getting in a fucking freezing cold pool in the middle of the spring, barely spring, winter time? It's, that's, yeah, that's so necessary. Trying to think, we have anything else about these robots? We have some awesome shows coming up. We get, we keep talking about them, but we get the Flat Earth. We have Crow coming up. That's going to talk about the lunar wave. We have Bigfoot, nine eleven. Oh, nine eleven. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about nine eleven. That'll be an interesting one. Yeah, I just, I just think the kids would love to hear a nice nine eleven story. You know, everybody's. Yeah. everybody's for. The, well, the, I was so getting a lot of, uh, I was getting a lot of emails asking about robots. So I'm glad we knocked this out. So, speaking of 9 11, we we're talking about Vinnie Penn earlier when I said you know his claim to fame because I know all these like random Stern things. So, he was on the Stern show that morning, right? 
probably like dying to get on the show. He finally gets on and 9-11 happened. So he had actually been on. He was sort of, I guess, in competition with Jackie Bartling for that spot. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so Vinny had had uh, had sat in a while ago. It went well. And this was basically his next shot at <laughs> taking over that role on the Stern show. And uh, yeah, the first plane hit uh, and Vinny, Vinny made some jokes. Not knowing, yeah. obviously, that it was a terrorist attack. And uh, as soon as the second plane hit, Stern looked at Vinny and was like, you got to go. <laughs> you can't <laughs> talk on the show anymore today. And that I'm was the... To, uh, yeah, and that ended up being permanent. Yeah, well, I'm dude. trying to remember. I remember they were talking about Howard was partying with Pam Anderson the weekend before. That's what they were talking about when everything happened. And I remember... Howard saying, what did you just say, Vinny? And Baba Booey said, he said that was Pam Anderson's jet. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Good one. That's a real it's, it's zinger. Kind of, it's kind of funny because you said this guy, Vinny Penn, is the funniest guy you've ever met, and I believe you. But it just shows how tough comedy is because he's yeah. not a household yeah. name. <laughs> yeah, we can't knock it out of the park every time. You know, I think he missed. He missed his mark there. 9-11 yeah. was like the least funny thing that happened that whole year. That decade, yeah, that whole yeah. generation that was, yeah, that was that, that was probably the, the one thing not to to make fun of. I would say at, at just you got to at least let the the planes hit first and and let that kind of dissipate before we crack jokes. Well, no, no, Seamus, he said the joke like as it was happening. No, I know, you know I, mean? I know, but it was, yeah. he just he just stepped in it basically. If, oh, if you're yeah. unlucky enough to be cracking jokes while we're in the midst of being attacked for the first time, and I don't know. I, I mean, that was a surreal moment. So um, do you guys have anything else on robots? I have a lot to say about robots, but I'm going to save it for robots part two. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> There'll be a box set. People will be lining up. <laughs> the trilogy. You asked for it. You got oh, it. In a world many years from now, robots did in fact take over the world as Jedi, as Jedi predicted. <laughs> so like I said, we're going to try to get up on YouTube soon. I think that'll be a lot of fun and check out Seamus Ignoramus on Twitter. You get a, what about, what about a, a week left of the regular season baseball? Uh, yeah. And then we're, we're going to go into uh, the, uh, the wild card playoff and then the five game series and all that stuff. So the data becomes a lot more narrow. The lines get a lot tighter and, and soon you're just gambling. So, so I might not play a lot of those. Maybe there, there might be a couple of edges initially, but some of those, I, I think those will be pretty tight. So usually I leave those alone. I think there's a lot more uh, opportunity in the middle of seasons, you know, when teams are fluctuating in terms of how good they really are and how good the book thinks they are. They're pretty much yeah. solidified by the time they get this far. Maybe that's more yeah. info than you needed. But And, and if you're going to find me on Twitter, it's actually not that I'm Rob, but my name is I'm Rob 79 <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah, and I think if you just type in Seamus Ignoramus, I'm Rob 79 pups. I'm probably the only Seamus Ignoramus that I'm aware yeah. of. I'm going to copyright that. I better copyright that, right? I mean, that's that's a brilliant Yeah, you brilliant should. Name. Seamus, has anybody asked you why your email address is I'm Rob? <laughs> I think people are in more intuitive than you give them credit for, Joe. I I'm think not. people are connecting the dots. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, wait a minute, that doesn't sound like an authentic last name. There's something. Listen, <laughs> if I've thrown one person off your scent, I've done my job. <laughs> 
Thank you. <laughs> it's like it's like telling the '80s kids that wrestling is real. <laughs> it can be an illusion. That's fine with me. All right. Well, I think that does it. Jedi, you want to send us out? Sure. Morks, the end is here. So what do you think? Are robots taking over? Robots at the airport, in sports, at hotels, as pets, and humanoids. They're taking over whether you like it or not. Thanks so much for listening. Ooh.